Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. I just got one question. Is it 2020 part two or is it really 2021? <laughs> I don't know, Crazy man. start, bro. It's 2021 and our president, current president right now, being impeached again two times. <laughs> so Congratulations, Donald Trump. Two times. So, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next couple of weeks or however yeah. long the process is going to take because – I mean, we have inauguration coming up on what twentieth, so exactly a week away, week away from today. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see like how this plays out because once again, he's still going to be in the headlines when we thought we were going to be moving on to, you know, president. But, um, hey. Hey, but I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I, you know, let, let's let's let that man get get all the smoke that that he should so hey it is what it is you know it's it's just funny though because when you really think about it trump has once again found a way to continue to stay in the headlines like he killed he killing the headline game bro well he might not enjoy that one as much do you i don't think he cares so he did yeah, you think yeah so? they got him off social media. Like, but I don't, I don't think, I really don't think he care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't. No, I mean, I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, he probably figured like I'm on the way out anyway. But what I don't know is, and maybe y'all know, I heard somebody told me they're trying to keep him from being a run again. Does impeachment you can't run again? If he's successfully impeached for the next, yeah, I believe uh, so. That's President I, I don't okay. Yeah, I, I don't think you hold another uh, like federal office or something like that. Like I saw, okay, and, okay. and this sure. wasn't. I didn't fact. I didn't fact check this against like a legitimate website, but what I saw was that he um, he loses his travel budget, he loses his security detail. He loses um, his salary, like the, the, the quarter of a million dollars a year or something like that. And then he also loses the opportunity to run for a second term. Okay. Okay. So once I, like I said, I didn't fact check that. I, I only, um, you know, I went off of meme culture. So that's, that's all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds similar. I think something like that with the 25th Amendment, too. Like, if he had got removed from his office, mm-hmm. I think he would have lost okay. a lot of those privileges. But I think the impeachment is just, you know, more or less setting the standard. And I mean, let's let's be, you know, let's keep it real. And granted, this has been a while coming. I mean, Trump been, you know, kind of putting fire, I mean, putting wood into this fire for forever. Right. Obviously, the insurrection happened. We talked about it in our last episode. And then, you know, it's enough is enough, man. And I mean, it's just it's about time that there were some Republicans that stepped up and actually, you know, voted 
the right vote as opposed to being a pawn, you know? Cause I mean, it's, it's just, it's time, man. You gotta hold them accountable. You know, all this, no, let's, you know, let's just move on. No, that's not where we at. Yeah. Uh, we, it's time to hold a man for his actions and, and set the precedent for anybody else that tries to come into office and, and carry on the way that he has. You know, he's made a, a mockery of the, the presidency and it is what it is. Yeah. No, I can feel that. I can feel that. I'm uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of, I don't want to say over it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's one of those things that we definitely saw it all coming, right? Like yeah. it was bound to happen the entire time that this process that's been going on. It just felt like the inevitable was either <laughs> My thoughts, the inevitable was like either we're going to war or he's getting impeached. Like that was the only two thoughts that really came across my mind the entire time that he was in office. And so um, the fact that he is once again made history as the only president to be impeached twice. Mm -hmm. It definitely um, we living in the history books, bro. Like 2020. I mean, even I mean, just put it like this, that presidential term will go down in history where our kids will be reading about this and saying like, we lived through this? Like, this was going on right. with our kids? Like, yeah, this was exactly what was going on. So. What's gonna be yeah. interesting is how those history books actually read though. Cause you know, that's yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be the interesting part. I wonder if we're gonna be reading it and be like, that is not, that's not how that went. It's gonna, that's I can, gonna be I can believe part. that. I can, I can definitely believe that. I can believe that. But hey, Enough with the politics, bro. I'm about to say enough about Trump, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, see, tell us about oh, and this happened today. We recording this um, right when it happened, really. So, like, uh, James Harden pretty much on shifted the entire NBA, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, they done shut, they done shut the Hawks down. Uh, their chance of coming, becoming an East East Coast um, Eastern Conference champion, man. Because, like, the Hawks, you said? Yeah, I mean, the Hawks, they've been doing pretty good. I've watched mm-hmm. them here and there. Uh, you you probably uh, watched, like, the first four four or five games of the season. Oh, they've they, they been a losing skit? Yeah, bro. Uh, they, the Hawks lost, like, four or five in a row, bro. Oh, see, I must have, yeah, I haven't watched a couple nights. Supposedly some drama with uh, Trey Young and John Collins. Yeah. Okay, but, well, scratch that then. But no, but the um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was watching in the beginning, like um, mm-hmm. first couple games, they looked pretty good. I was like, man, you boys trying to compete in the East. But um, I mean, it's a long season. But yeah, the Nets though, man, they um, I mean, getting James Harden, I mean, hopefully, good or we'll, bad though. Uh, to be determined, man. For one, I don't know what's going on with Kyrie Irving. Um, I mean, that's just a whole another story there um because he i mean he's just been away so i mean no one really knows i mean you hear the rumors like he can sometimes go without speaking to people and something about he told his teammates he was wasn't he was wasn't playing and then he didn't tell the the you know the coaches and everybody else i mean i don't know you hear all these rumors you don't know what's true the only thing you do know is he's not there so um but i don't know how soon um, James Harden going to play, but um, I mean, I, for one thing, he like he might need to get in shape though. 
Um, he was, I mean, <laughs> even though he still averaged 25 points. Hey, he came out balling though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. It's, he, so his numbers are, are they they kind of skewed though because he he started to see killing like he was I think like the first two or three games he was averaging like thirty two points a game but like these last five games he's put up about seventeen points which I mean that's that's those numbers are not bad he put his his average has been like seventeen points ten rebounds I mean um, ten assists and he almost was leading assists but it's just like. Yeah, bro, but you average thirty. So when you look at like, you know, what I'm yeah, he's just uninterested, man. Like he, yeah, he, that's what I mean. Did. At the end of the day, he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to have anything to do with that organization. You know, rumors are that he didn't want to play for a coach that was a, a Trump supporter or something like that. And then, you know, I mean, granted, it sounds like he was, you know, kind of, kind of causing some tension in the locker room. You know, yeah. I, I think Demarcus Cousins came out today and was just basically saying. You know, it, it just it hasn't been good the whole time. You know, I think that the, the locker room could have had issues with how he entered training camp and, you know, just kind of his maybe his demeanor. So um, DeMarcus was like, man, I honestly just came here to play with John Wall. So he was like, it don't, it don't even really matter. But I mean, I guess Harden got what he wanted. You know, he got out and, and low key Houston got a good, you know, they got a good, good good pickup out of all of this. I think it was like a 14 deal between them and what Cleveland and uh, somehow Indiana got involved. Patient, and, yeah. And now, yeah. Now you got o- Ola Depot going to join John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. And that's not a bad team. You know? No, no. He, Houston, Houston to me are the ones from a long-term perspective, Houston came out on top because they fill the void, right? They they got rid of a player who didn't want to be there. I mean, even though that that player who didn't want to be there is a superstar, yeah. At least you get a, a serviceable, um, maybe like a B list superstar if we want to say that a B list player. Like, yeah. I mean, Oladipo is definitely a top player, but he is he ain't James Harden. You know what I'm saying? No, like of course. You get 20, 21 points a game or whatever. So. That's still good, but the important thing, them boys got four future first round draft picks. So they yeah, they 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 good to go as far as from the future standpoint. Like they got a solid enough team right now to compete for the West. I don't think they're gonna make it out of the West, mm-hmm. but at least they got a solid core um yeah, to build. Yeah, to build forward. With, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not the a Dets, on the other hand, yeah, they built the win right now though. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 win a bus. Because bro, like, it's, look it's at what they win got, a bus, right? man. It's like you got them three pieces. People forget DeAndre Jordan is on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do got they got, a got bench. Jeff Green. They got a bench. Yeah. No, but, but well, I, that's that's what they lost. Well, they, they, they got three. Oh, they, they have did? three. They have three roster. Yeah, they got three open roster spots. And they lost. Wow. Their so they lost that many. Yeah, yeah, because Levert came off the bench for them. Levert yeah. came off the bench. Uh, they they lost who else? They lost Jared Allen. They lost a, um who? Oh, they lost Jared they Allen. Lose to yeah, he went. Oh wow! Back. Oh, so they lost some key pieces. Yeah, they lost some key yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, the pieces that they lost, they made up for with James Harden. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> yeah, you know they do got the three, huh? J.R. Smith, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was about to say, watch. Y'all about to come up. I can see that too. He already, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. 
Wait for it. Wait for it. They it's got coming, three man. roster spots open. I mean, you can't forget Jamal Crawford's still out there. I don't. I mean, yeah. with those three spots, bro, they, like they got to go out and really fill that with some good people. And they might pull something from the um, G League stuff too. I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm gonna tell they you, they gotta man. help fill out that bench a little bit. I don't know if I see that working. I think it's gonna be a spectacle. I mean, obviously Brooklyn, I'm sure is happy. New York is happy. Um, I mean, it's going goodness. Like it's it's exciting. You know, they got three, like two superstars, one um, one amazing point guard. At least when he's right. on court, you know. Um, but I'm gonna tell you, man. I just don't see Harden and Kyrie meshing. Like I, I think they'll do what they have to do. I think Harden will be happy, you know, just to be there. But them personalities, bro, that that stuff matters. Yeah, you know? no, I agree. Not to miss yeah, history, gotta, man. Uh, and it's gonna be. You go ahead, Corey. No, I was gonna say it. Also, is gonna be up to how Steve Nash can manage goes because it's like it becomes yep. crunch time, man. You know, everybody, you got three shooters. It's exactly. like somebody gonna have to learn learn how to fall back and say, "Hey, it's KD night, or it's Kyrie night, or it's James Harden night." Um, you got three shooters and two egomaniacs. Yeah, yeah, that that's the difference, though, because I was talking to my brother, and he was like, "Well, you got to think, Golden State was in a similar situation." But I was telling, him, I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we being honest, Clay will defer." Right, right. You don't have to worry about Clay. Clay gonna Clay gonna come off the screen and hit a wide open shot. And, and truth be told, your point guard is um, I'm I'm losing the name Steph Curry. Steph. So it's like it, hey, even though he can give you thirty, he's still the point guard. His job is to facilitate, and so he was willing to facilitate. You you basically were dealing with two players who didn't have like huge egos. And like the biggest ego on that team is somebody who can go in there and give you three points a game. And yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? And so they they had a different type of structure at Golden State. In Brooklyn, bro, like it's hands down, like all three of y'all are expected to be the man. And I don't know if it's enough ball to go around. Like, I don't know how that works because I don't see when it's just two superstars it works a little bit different because Kyrie can just like make it. And if he ain't on, he pat deferring to KD and see, that's, that's the thing. It is two superstars. It's just three people that think they're superstars. Like mm-hmm. Kyrie is as much as he knows and believes and, and there, you can't take anything away from Kyrie's game. The man is electric, right? But he is not KD Harden level. But he thinks he is. He thinks he deserves the ball at the end of the game. And granted, he's had some big shots. He's had some big moments, even in the finals, you know, when he was in Cleveland. But he is not – he's third wheel now. So you tell me, is Kyrie going to be okay being third wheel on that team? That's a big question. Yeah, this is the thing, though, um, J.D., when you're talking about, um, like, it's similar to Golden State situation. I don't really – so because if you about you know Clay, Steph, and who else you talking about Dron being like the three the three main guys? Yeah. No, no. Are, are you are you saying when, when KD, KD was, was there? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. See the difference with that is you're looking at Clay and Steph, who's all they've always played for that one team. 
different thing with James Harden, um, uh, KD, and Kyrie. They've always they came from teams where they were basically the guy. Like that's true. I mean, when when Kyrie was with Boston, he was basically the, the superstar there because right. everybody else was experienced. James Harden was the man in Houston, and um, KD was the man in um, basically Oklahoma City when he was there. I mean, he was kind of the man when he was um, in uh, Golden. But now you got those three guys coming together on one team. I think the bigger, the um, better comparison would be probably maybe Miami because you had LeBron being a man in Cleveland, Bosch being a man in Toronto, and D yeah. Wade being a man in Miami, but. They knew how to fall back and say, hey, we're going to let this LeBron team in essence, but if it's going to lead us to a championship, um, let's do it. But I don't – we got to see how mature they're going to be about doing that, um, yeah. especially when it so comes time to the player. Yeah. Who team is who, it then? If we go on with that theory, who team is it? I would say <laughs> KD, man. It's got to be KD. Okay. Yeah. The I right answer KD. is KD. Yeah. The, 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 but yeah. the, the caveat is getting the other two to say that. That's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, and I mean you you got, you know, because Mike D'Antoni is still in the picture. It's gonna be Harden is gonna be expecting his normal game. Maybe not his normal touches, but you know, that's the very reason he would be there. So I it's just gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But they I mean they, their number's gonna go down, man. It's like all y'all not averaging 30 points a game. Nah. Nah, they not no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, but with that being said, though, there's enough ball to go around where they can average 25. That's, like they could, they could average 25. I can but see that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be. So I'll, I'll say this: what helps them out is the way that Harden gets his buckets. Like Harden, when he's playing the way that he plays, he gets to the line. So yeah, Harden get. They say on average he gets to the line like 10 times a game, and he he usually hits about 70 to 80 percent. So you're looking at him every he gonna get anywhere between eight to ten points from the free throw line alone. You know what I'm saying? So right. that that makes a huge difference from him because he that means he ain't taking those extra four or five shots to get those those buckets. You know what I'm saying? So if he yeah. continue to play that game the way that he's playing, where he he's getting to the free throw line and driving in the paint again and, and making people jump on, on on his jump shot then we're talking about it it's a little bit different because now he's not interrupting the flow of kd because kd can still get his shots off and not worry about it i just still don't know how really okay let's let's keep it above bro the question is 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 Kyrie that's all it is like we're just trying to figure out <laughs> that's what i'm saying like, like the whole saying say if like Saying if he's gonna be available or how he's disappeared. No, no, no. no. I mean uh, that that's a factor, but I'm saying how is he gonna coexist with this team? I got you. I got you. Yeah. See, that's the perfect take... picture. Because he he is the primary ball carrier, like ball handler. So you in mind too, he is the one to help facilitate and make these plays happen. Now James Harden can definitely run the point. We we've seen him do that, but I just don't know. Like right now, they're in a perfect situation because we don't know what's going on with Kyrie. So Kyrie, yeah. <laughs> so, so KD and, and James Harden can take over. Yeah, they time. can take over, and they're gonna come in. And, and I would assume that James Harden will probably be available. I don't know with COVID going around. They probably have some different protocols, but I would assume 
that he would be ready to go within the next day or two. Like they next game, he should be ready. Hey, this to go. this the curveball here. Breaking news: Washington Wizards trade Russell Westbrook to Brooklyn for Kyrie Irving. Stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. hey, that would be crazy, dog. Yo, that would be wild, boy. Stop, nah, that ain't low key while you playing. Nah, I, I, nah, I that ain't gonna happen, man. That that'd be a long shot, but it would be, be funny. Is he what he doing? Because I ain't seen no uh, wizard. I know Bradley Bill been killing. He averaging like thirty four points. Uh, yeah, Bradley Bill been balling. Yeah, actually, I think um, Westbrook. I don't know if he's still out. I think he had a quad. Quad. Yeah, but uh, I think he out of the game. He was supposed to be oh, out. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, was, I ain't heard nothing, I don't know. nothing about him. That would make he out of the yeah. games and Kyrie somewhere saging. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, they, man, Kyrie. I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, yeah. Who knows what's going on with him? Hey, but so, so on that note, like, who y'all, who are your teams coming in, like, out of the? I ain't gonna say coming out of the West because we know the Lakers coming out of the West. Lake Show Reapers, uh, right? But who, who's going yeah. up against them in the Western Conference Finals, and who's going up against Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference? Uh, East. Seven and six might be there. Boston. Um, can you forget about Miami? Um, I don't Milwaukee. know, man. I mean, you take Milwaukee seriously? Yeah. Dang, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, they, I don't take them yeah. seriously. Yeah. The, Milwaukee's issue to me is less player driven. I think it has more to do with the coach. I, I don't think Bud going to be able to get them past where they've been, to be honest with you. So you putting yeah, it on so. Bud? You think you think they reached the ceiling with him? I, I I think it showed last year, man. Like no changes, no adjustments. You know, when it when it came down to the nitty gritty, and it, it, to me, he's not the coach that's going to take them to the next level. So I mean, yes, Giannis just resigned. You know, he's going to be there for some time, but I right. think at the end of the day, Bud is on the hot seat. You know, even with their success, like I just I, I feel like they, and I don't know who you go get. You know to replace him at some point, but I just don't see him getting him past the hump. So he might have two more years and they're probably going to, you know, middle ground success again in the playoffs. And, and they're going to have to I can feel there. I can feel that only because they have a team that's that, I mean, they had the the, the um, best record in the, in the league last year. So they obviously got a team that's built to win, but they're not getting it done in the playoffs. So I can right. see that. I can see that happen. I could definitely see that happening. I mean, I don't know, bro. I, don't I know. like the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics like the are well coaching. They got the players. They got the personnel to do it. They got rid of some pieces that really helped them more than hurt them. Because, like, Gordon Hayward, he's been balling in Charlotte. Like, and I think he got that pressure off of him to be able to, you know, ball where he at. But I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to come down to, honestly, it's going to come down to Brooklyn, Philly, and Milwaukee out of the East. One of them three teams coming out of the East. And then I think coming out of the West, with this move, that, that that's pretty much not Houston out of the picture, even though they weren't really in the picture, in the picture. That, that knocks them out of the picture. Golden State nah. really haven't came around yet. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Like, that, Clay getting hurt really hurt them. Um, So... We talking about realistically Lakers, Phoenix, because Phoenix been balling, and um, 
What about Denver? I haven't really. Made I, was, it. I, I, I haven't heard about much about them. They, this year. they didn't start well. So far, but, I mean, you, you, you can balling. Yeah, you can't count them out. You know, I yeah, mean, they, yeah. they they proven threat year after year. Uh, my sleeper team in the West is honestly Portland. Portland, yeah, Portland. I think Portland got yeah. better. Uh, they have two closers already. Uh, they feel what they needed last year, which is some big man who can rebound and defend. They have that. Um, so I, I think they are, you know, they are to be taken a lot more seriously this year. But yeah. I personally don't I see Miami coming coming back from the East. I think the bubble was a big help for so them. Either. I don't see that happening. And I, 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 mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, that. but I don't see it, though. Speaking yeah, of the bubble, the man, they, they might need to bring the bubble back because <laughs> – <laughs> no, let's it's talk been, about that though. Let's it, talk it's about it's it. been bad, man. It's, it's I mean they canceled the, the Hawks and I think Hawks and um Suns for the play tonight, or yeah. it's tonight or tomorrow night because they on a um a three game road trip on the West Coast and um, yeah they canceled for COVID. Yeah, yeah I think because of something about contact. Yeah, they call it something crazy. about contact. If you've been around, you played against the team. I guess if somebody tested positive. Mm-hmm. Um, they just not taking any chances and just keeping everybody away. But it, it may it's been happening a lot lately. Yeah, um, I mean so the I NBA they doing a they doing a good job of of containing of containing it the best that they can. Yeah, but I am seeing um, how big of a difference the bubble made. You know what I mean? Because like right. players, the only thing players had to worry about was getting caught leaving. And did nobody really try to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like now, even with the Kyrie situation, like they got footage of him without his mask on at a birthday gathering or whatever, oh, when wow. technically they're supposed to go home stadium. Stadium is really what they're supposed to be in. And on the road. Is, ain't nobody doing that. Yeah, ain't nobody doing yeah. that. And, and it's, you can tell because, like, people coming up with COVID left and right, bro. Like Right. <laughs> You know, so and they saying no. I think they said no vips too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's tough. The NBA did. Um, they foresaw a lot of this, and that's how they they split up the schedule. They went the way they did. So I don't know if y'all been peeping, but like, you play teams like twice because I know the yeah, Hawks play. It's, it's kind of like they've been playing like a baseball type schedule where people yeah, might play yeah. each other two or three times in a row almost. Yeah, I saw so that. yeah, they did that where they split the season up in like. 40 games like so first 40 then your last 40 so that second half they they'll plan to make up any games that uh were postponed it during the first half of the season but i guess they did it makes it easier because now a game that's getting postponed if if a game was to get postponed it's closer to more likely be a team that you've already played as opposed to trying to make up like a random game like the lakers playing the, the knicks like a random New York Knicks game, now they're playing the, the games that be made up are teams that they've already been playing for for a numerous amount of time. So it's it, it, the theory is it makes it easy to make that game up at the end of the season, as opposed to it'll work in the schedule a little bit better. So uh, we'll see, man. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how that's going how that's going to deal like you know um, mess with competition or something. I mean, you know, you sit in a, a city, you play the same team, you know, three games, four games in a row. It seems like, you know, your team kind of had had different looks in a normal setting. And, and in this one, that's you true. Just kinda, 
you know, you kind of probably get bored a little bit. You know, I've seen the Lakers even, yeah, they, they, they squeeze out some games, but they kind of look uninterested by the third time they're playing a the team, you know? So it's what's, just going to be What's scary. The most I've seen was two. I don't, I, I haven't seen it more than. I think it's like I know the Hawks two played, or three. Something like two. I, I, think I, I know two. the Hawks played, I noticed when the Hawks played Brooklyn like twice in like three days or something. Okay. They had yeah. like a day off in between. Um, but. I mean, I guess it's the same. I mean, if you're in the playoff, but playoff is a whole different mindset because yeah. you know you're that much closer to the championship. So um, it's kind of hard to probably think like that right now during the regular season. I just feel like the Lakers got a shot. I'm not saying that because I'm a fan of LeBron, but I'm just being realistic, bro. They playing half speed and still winning the game. Oh, they ain't even yeah. fight. But – the moves that were made, I noticed, like, really looking at their roster, every game, they got, like, six people in double figures. And so what's happened is it's just the, the point distribution was just spread out. So now you ain't focusing on LeBron and AD to give you 60 points a game. Like, <laughs> they legit getting points from, like, the uh, what's the dude? Tucker, he, he, yep. he oh, yeah. giving you points. Yeah, yeah, he been balling. Um, cool, still giving you his twelve yeah, cool. to fifteen. Trez, he still, you know, he doing this thing. So it's like they, they straight, bro. Like from a bench, just them three names along off the bench are really holding down, giving them like 30, 40 points off the bench. Then you got to look at man, the Go chemistry ahead. is like it's like they like the season. This last season just ended. Then before you know it. You got a whole nother season, and they right. it's a lot of new faces on that team. So give them time to gel. By the time playoffs come, they should be ready. Like, I mean, they're ready now, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. What's what's happening on the NFL side? You know, because I'm, I'm, I stand with Cap over here. So <laughs> well, you're going to be standing man, for a long man, time. Cap, but hey, <laughs> as, long as, as long as there's stuff going on, man, Cap will forever be a hero, man, because it, it yeah, just man. makes well, the whole – the whole stuff, man. It's bro. It's crazy, man. It's it, just... it it really. Let's talk about it though. Like, it really makes Cap standing up. Like, well, not standing up. Cap kneeling looks so juvenile, like compared to what's going on, right? Right. Like, this stuff happened because this dude decided that he wanted to kneel. Like, he wanted to do a peaceful protest and kneel to the national anthem. Right. And all hell broke loose. And now you look at legit, you got people running in the Capitol building. And it's like, no, bro, like that is a disrespect to the flag. <laughs> what they doing. Exactly. What they doing ain't disrespect <laughs> to no flag, bro. But Not all, at he all. Could have been taking a, he could have been taking a break. You know what I mean? Like, that's the disrespect right there. So it's like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I mean, it just – and to be black ball like that, man. It, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I who knows? I mean, no one can wrap their their head around that whole situation. But I mean, the NFL, man. They, um, they have COVID cases here. Um, I mean, players still turn out positive. Um, but I mean, it's it's playoff now, so. You, if you turn out positive, you got to stay away for 10 days. So if you turn out positive, you're going to miss a game, and that can be big. Um, but, I mean, they're still moving Cleveland forward. Cleveland just did it, it, bro. They don't have a lot of hmm? – I said Cleveland so just now? did it. 
Cleveland. Oh yeah, yeah. they had a lot of players up. The coach, head coach, and everything. Yeah. But that was just, I mean, them ball was up twenty-eight to zero in the first quarter. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, they were killing. They, they had the players Steelers, on that bro. playoff game. You said when I won a playoff game. Oh wow! First yeah. time since like ninety some. I forgot when it was. Ninety-four, I think it was. What they said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly, bro. Like the only thing that I'm worried about with the NFL right now is is the, the Atlanta Falcons on the clock. I'm trying to figure out what we are gonna do with this number four pick, bro. That's I'm trying I'm to see what do. we're gonna do. First, the first thing is getting a general manager and getting a coach. Oh that's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100. But um, yeah, I'll try when that happens because like general manager got to come first, and then of course after that we'll go ahead yeah. and figure out the coaching situation. But we got the number four yeah, pick. Number in four pick. You gotta, you gotta go back, man. I'm sorry. I mean, but see, here's the thing, right? I agree. Depending on who available. Well, the, and I don't there think you Miami, go. Miami, they ain't gonna. Miami may not take. I don't know. I can't say. I can't. I can't say who's taking quarterback these days, man. Every every mock draft that I've seen, they got Miami at the number three pick, taking the uh, offensive tackle to protect Tua. So, okay. Um. But number one is is definite. Like Trevor Lawrence, he going to um to Jets. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, yeah. But the question mark is the Jets because the Jets just took a quarterback a couple of years ago. So the question is, do they take Justin Fields at two? And if they don't take Justin yeah. Fields at two, that means that he's gonna drop down to us. <laughs> so you want to keep it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. My personal opinion, if Justin Fields is not available, then we need to uh, pick up. And this is this is just my theory, right? Because I'm 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 on the I'm on the train of like we got to do a complete rebuild at, as the Atlanta Falcons. So here's my theory. Just just hear me out. Hear me out for a second. If Justin Fields is not available at the number four pick, we should we should pick up the other Alabama. We do great at Alabama receivers. Pick up the Alabama receiver Devontae. Uh, wait, is it Devontae or Dia? You know what I'm talking Devante, about. Yeah, Devontae, yeah, Devontae Smith, I believe, yeah. Pick up Devontae Smith, put a trade package together for Julio for draft picks. For any team that want to pick him up, all we want is draft picks for Julio. Give us a first-round pick. And for the Saints. And a second-round pick. I don't care who it is. Hey. It ain't going to matter. Hey. That's what we need. We need draft <laughs> picks for Julio. Give us two draft picks for Julio, two first round, a first round and a second round draft pick, or a first round and a third round draft pick. We pick up whatever other holes that we got in the offense so we can get us some defensive, uh, like some linebackers in the second, the third, or fourth, or fifth, or sixth round. Mm -hmm. Also pick up some offensive linemen, get some beats on defense. Do whatever we need to do right here. The rest <laughs> of this stuff don't matter. Once we move Julio and get them two draft picks, in the next couple of years, we wait it out and we get the right quarterback. Because the problem is, if you pick up Justin Fields today, you're going to have a harder time moving Matt Ryan than you would moving Julio. Because Matt Ryan got to blow the contract. Julio got to blow the contract too, but you still, it's Julio Jones, who like we know for a fact can still have three more serviceable years at wide receiver. Matt Ryan... I don't know. Like he can, he might get in a situation like Phillip Rivers and go to a team that that's like a, a, a quarterback away from playoffs and, and can be able to do something. But like other than that, 
we can't move Matt Ryan like that. It, it's going to be hard. I think it's harder to move Matt Ryan than it is to move Julio. And we can't draft a quarterback at number four and sit him down for three years. Like, that ain't going to happen. If you, if you draft Justin Fields this year, Justin Fields going to be on – he's going to be on the field next season, like, hands down. There's no way that you can just sit a number four uh, first-round draft pick quarterback down that long. Like, you just can't do it. Especially with so us needing a shifting guard we, quarterback. We, we would release Matt Ryan? If we drafted if, Justin Fields, because I mean, we ain't gonna we no. ain't gonna put him on a yeah if we ain't gonna put him on a bench at that much. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like the Justin Fields pick, as much as I want to have, I don't. I think if Justin Fields was coming up next year, it'll be a better opportunity for us. Like us getting Justin Fields right yeah. now, even though I'm I'm with the pick. If we can get him, I say get him. We can figure out the rest of this stuff later on. But the problem gonna be is once you get him. At best, you got one year of Matt Ryan mentoring him. And then after that, you got to figure out what to do with Matt Ryan. Because we, go, we got to get a Matt quarterback because Matt, be Shaw, Matt Shaw retired. So we don't even have a backup right now. Matt Ryan is the only quarterback on that. I'm, bro, I'm down with getting Justin Fields. My question is just how long are you going to be able to keep him on the bench? Like, I just don't – I don't see – Yeah. Because And the only reason why I say that is because, like, if I look at the Miami situation, right, with Fitzpatrick and Tua – even though I felt like they started Tua too quick, they should have let Tua get some more experience up under the belt. The problem with that is you got a Fitzpatrick who is technically like he's not better than Matt Ryan. Like they just call it is what it is, right? Like Fitzpatrick is not better than Matt Ryan. Mm. So if you look at that same scenario, you bring in a top quarterback. How long? Are, what are you gonna do with that? Like we can't. We ain't gonna make Matt Ryan our backup, bro. Like that's just not. That's not. Yeah, gonna no, that ain't like, gonna it's not gonna happen. He getting paid too much, like to be the backup quarterback. You got to yeah. move him and try to get something for him. So that's my theory, Mo. I don't know. I it, it's like, gonna like you need a uh, Rob Plinger to make all them moves happen or something. <laughs> move him over. <laughs> <laughs> None of this gonna happen, bro. We gonna we gonna mess around and, and pick like a uh, a linebacker at four. Like I know that's yeah. what's gonna happen. And Justin Fields gonna slip to like eight or nine. And I don't know what good. Backups there are. I mean, you know, Cam do not even though Patriots gonna resign him. Um yeah, I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see the general manager guy is a handful, man. He definitely is handful. Then it's like we, honestly, poor like for backup, the one thing about it, like hate or love Matt Ryan, he hits the field every play. So it's like yeah, you get a backup. He, he don't miss too many games. Yeah, he ain't gonna miss yeah, no games, but like he's getting a backup really to sit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. And a culture, but that I mean, it just pains my heart to hear Trey Julio Jones knowing that he's been wasted this whole time. No championship. All that talent that came through Atlanta, bro. Hey. hey. But hey. Y'all keep on waiting, bro. The Fal- I mean, uh, the Braves gonna bring the chip. That's what I was about to say, brother. Yeah. I think the Braves are gonna be the closest. I mean, they're the closest thing right now. Um, I mean, even though they, last they year, ready, I bro. Last. Yeah, but it's yeah. all good, bro. That wasn't in the World Series. <laughs> that wouldn't have been in the World Series. I'd probably still be devastated. <laughs> if we would have been down, we would have been on three one in the World Series, and they came back and beat us, bro. Like, man, I would have been forever pissed off as an Atlanta fan, bro. Like, that's how that's how you know we would have been cursed as a city, and we up three one in the World Series, and then still lose. 
Atlanta definitely cursed it. That it's all good, though, bro. Hey, Atlanta brought that blue state home, though. That's true, man. Shout out to the Cavs. Shout out to Cal LaRoe. <laughs> Basically, Cal LaRoe came through. Well, it was Clay, Clayton Pizza. County for the um, general election, wasn't it? Was yeah, Clayton County was it one of the last line, one of the last counties to get yeah. their votes in. Yeah. When they say it was the cab counter for this this election, I said, "Oh shoot! Oh yeah, we in now. <laughs> yes, sir. The votes coming in. We in now. I, I don't know. I don't know now, but I probably know probably two two white people ever I've ever seen on on County Road. It was lost. No, the cab counter more than County Road. Gentrified, bro. Gentrified now. No, but see, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, the cab kind. You still got like North to Cab and all that. Like we, yeah. we, we joking. Like for the people that know where um, the cab kind of is, but yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm serious about that. That Calarone, two white people you seen, they were lost. They, they were looking for, they were looking for North Lake Mall and not uh, South Lake Mall. Nah, no, no, no point. You, you, you talking about South to Cab? South to Cab, they were looking for North to Cab. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, I don't know, man. This has been like one of them lighthearted. I, I think we were just politic out, bro. You know what I'm saying? We need, bro, we need it lighthearted, man. 20, listen, yeah. yeah, 2021 yeah. already. Been sometimes, crazy. sometimes as a black man, we need to just talk about sports. <laughs> right. It's simple as that. Man, one thing about. One thing about politics, though, man, I feel kind of left out, man. My phone kind of dry, man. You know, you've been getting text messages and calls saying, hey, you can vote. You there, you're going to be at the polls. And now they only hit your ball up and say, thank you. <laughs> hey, you felt like you was in a whole relationship with all, all everything going on. You're like, hold on. What text message coming City through message like, hey, We still on for Tuesday? For right. Tuesday? What happened on Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna meet me at the polls, right? I'm like, man. Yeah, that is funny. I, that, that that's one thing I can say for certain, bro. Like, if you talking about you didn't know about the election this time around, like I know you lying. Ain't no way. Yeah. You just nah. you just made a conscious effort to say that you weren't gonna go vote. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It paid off though, man. Though their working efforts definitely definitely paid off. It definitely did. I was I I got tired of it. Yeah, it, 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 it became it annoying, man. But it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. I'm, I'm interested to see, will it be this way going forward? Right. You know what I, mean? I think like, I think about the same thing. Yeah. yeah what's, bro, how how will the momentum be? Will people still be like right. to get out and vote and make a difference and this, that, and the other? Um, I guess it all depends on who run. I tell you one thing: if if um, if uh, Stacy run for um, governor. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna get that same. You yeah, probably same get that same momentum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can you see. You probably that. have those same marketing efforts yeah. um, being put forth because I mean we all know she got cheated, man. Like that last yeah. go around. Like, and, and, and hopefully more than anything, man, people realize that their vote doesn't matter. I, I think that's the that's right. the, that hopefully is the big take home. You know, just with everything, because I mean, as you can see, the black vote changed everything. This presidential yeah. and so and it was a lot of first time voters man just listening to different people hearing on the radio people calling in say man it was my first time ever voting this that and the other day you know full of grown people they never took the time to go vote but they see that it's important yeah. now so hope it'll be the same going forward 
Absolutely. I feel like I definitely don't recall. I, re- I recall like pop community getting involved when it came to Obama first. first yeah, rock around. the vote. Yeah. yeah, with the rock the vote and vote or die. Like I remember <laughs> seeing all of those type campaigns, but um, this go around here, I can definitely say without a shadow of a doubt, bro, like, I ain't never seen nothing like this. This was like, uh-huh. you know, I'm talking about people coming from out, out the world where it's everywhere telling you to vote. And that, I mean, that, that was special to see though. If, you know, if it don't happen again, it was definitely special to see us as people rally together to, to, to truly make some change happen. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, that was definitely nice to see. Yep. Yeah. Well, look, that's it, man, for this week episode of the Black Man Think. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all hit us up um, on all social media, man. Uh, hashtag Ask the Black Man if y'all have some questions. Um, also, for, for our Clubhouse community, um, we've been having those conversations there weekly on, on that. Our Ask the Black Man is on Fridays there. Um, and so we, we try to make sure we engage that community as well. So if you are on Clubhouse, just search black man thing we have a group that joined the group and and you'll get a chance to have some back and forth dialogue with us and not just hearing us on the podcast and, and talking to yourself in your car or at your crib you actually get a chance to um, engage with us one-on-one which is super dope so thank y'all for listening make sure y'all subscribe rate and review the podcast tell a friend to tell a friend and we'll see y'all next week The Black Black Men Men Think Think Podcast. Podcast.